Welcome everyone to Twin Lepathy Real Talk Podcast, where we keep it real all the time and all the time we keep it real. I am your host, Mocha Sweet. And I'm your host, Queen Angel. And we are the Wonder Twins. Hey. Hey, how are you? Girl, I am so good. Um, I'm excited because two things. This is episode 31. And also that our one year anniversary of starting our podcast is on the 12th of April. So April 12th, we did our very first show. (laughs) Yes, we did. I am so excited that we are a year in and I'm having a great time. Yes, I am too. So how was your week? Oh, my week was good. Um, I just um, just really been staying in as much as I can and, um, you know, hopefully getting able to see the kids. I, I go see my grandkids every other day. But, you know, being in most of the time, I just, uh, you know, video chat with them and things like that. But, I mean, and, and working from home uh, is it's okay, but like I'll be ready to get outside as much as I can. <laughs> How about you? Um, my week was okay. Um, didn't do anything special, just work, of course, work and home. Um, you know, um, we're we're an essential business, so um, because we are a restaurant, so we're always open, but. And we were told we could wear our masks and we have to wear gloves as we're um, handing food out and we have the little plexiglass things over the, over our windows. Um, okay. And uh, we were told that we're getting um, masks through the company so we could wear the regular mask, but the company is also sending us masks. So we're just waiting on that. Um, okay. Yeah, since we have to be open. Um so you know it, it's it is what it is hopefully this thing will not linger as long as they say it will um yeah hopefully it'll be over really soon right exactly i, I hope so too i pray every day and i pray for those um to keep you know everybody to keep their health and strength and just be you know protect protect themselves Yes, it's just very important. Um, mm-hmm. Just think when we all when we when it when we get over past this, um, we can look back and say, "Oh, we 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 made it through." Yeah, we made so, it through that. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is episode thirty-one, and our topic for tonight's discussion is: Can a mother? teach her son to be a man yes that is a great a great great topic and we have two guests so we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to introduce our guests to the show so we will be right back Welcome back to Twin Lepathy Real Talk Podcast, where we keep it real all the time, and all the time we keep it real. 
And today we um, have some special guests on with us. Um, and we are talking about um, can a mother teach her son how to be a man? So um, our special guest is Miss Katina Randolph. How are you, girl? I'm good, girl. How's it going? Going good. And our next guest is Mr. Greg Guy. How are you? What's good, baby girl? How you doing? Doing good. Doing good. good. We do. We doing good. This is episode thirty-one. Yes, thirty-one. And tomorrow is actually our one-year anniversary that we have um, started our podcast. <clears throat> So wow. yes, it's been it's been, it's been a year that wow. quick. Yes, that year went by so fast, and in that year we talked about so many things. So it's an honor to have you guys on the show with us. We've been trying to get Greg on here for the longest, but we <laughs> <laughs> now we have something to talk about. <laughs> oh, with him. Man. I knew it was coming, but Thank you know, I'm I'm real proud of you, ladies. I'm glad y'all doing what you're doing. Keep it up. I'm gonna keep supporting you. Well, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Well, we have to say thank you to you because if it wasn't for you pushing us, we probably wouldn't have done it because, you know, we've talked a lot and you knew this is what we wanted to do, but we were afraid to do it. So with your encouragement and with your support, we were able to go ahead and stop procrastinating and do it. Well, well I don't mind. <laughs> add, I don't I don't mind adding a light to ass every now and again. <laughs> <laughs> We appreciate it. We appreciate it. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, um, can a what? Okay, so what do you guys think, Greg? We'll start with you. Can a mother teach her son how to be a man? I think a mother can teach a son how to be a man, but there's certain man things that a mother can't teach her son. Um, there's plenty of beautiful mothers out here raising boys or uh, raising men to, to, to be productive um, parts of society and, and it's not a problem um, I just I think there are certain aspects of a man that a woman can't teach a man but yeah a woman can raise a man most definitely Okay. Okay. So, Katina, you we posted this in the official Twin Lepathy Real Talk podcast group on Facebook, um, mm-hmm. and you gave a little short story. Um, would you just fill our our listeners in on um, your take? Sure. Um, from my perspective, I don't think that um, a woman can teach her son to be a man. Um, being a, um, a single mother of four sons, um, and, and I wasn't always a single mother, so let me throw that in there, um, but I ended up being a single mother of, of four sons when, when I got divorced, and even before um, my divorce, I was kind of managing everything um, with my sons, and I've taught my my sons to respect women. I've taught my sons to um, respect themselves. I've taught my sons, um, you know, how to 
um, manage money, how, how to manage life. I've even talked to them about, you know, um, being careful when you go out into society because you're going to be looked at differently as um, a black male. Um, I've talked to them about, you know, possibly being pulled over by the police. Um, and, you know, in those type of things that, that, you know, we as parents, not just the mother, but as parents, we, um, we just talk to our children about, um, you know, my kids know how to cook, they know how to clean, you know, the whole nine. But I don't believe that I could have taught them to be a man. Um, because again, like Greg says, there are certain things that, that they have to glean from another male. They have to glean certain things from a male perspective. Um, like I talked to my sons about being pulled over by the police, but until they actually experience that, um, and, and having to be disrespected by the police and, and having, you know, that type of negative interaction that I've never had before, but I, I've known people who've had it. Um, and, and I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I could, how should I say? I could empathize with them, but mm -hmm. I wasn't in their shoes. So I had to, you know, in that instance, I had to get someone to be able to sit down and talk to them and talk them through that. Because as a man, there's certain feelings that but you, you have gave them, that a woman but, don't but have. But you gave them the core. So I, hats off to you because that's part of being, being a man, regardless of who it came from, whether it was a woman or a man, you were teaching them to be a man. Mm -hmm. Good point. Okay. I think I was I don't I don't believe I was teaching them. I just believe I was preparing them for situations. Okay. That's how I looked at it. You, you understand what I'm saying? Because teaching them is actually being able to sit down and talk to them from experience. I didn't have that experience, but I prepared them just in case they did, you know, have that experience to know exactly what to do, how to handle yourself. But to actually to talk to them from a personal perspective, I couldn't do that. Now, when I talk to them about dating, I can talk to them about dating from a female perspective. Exactly. Yes. I couldn't tell them about dating from a male right. perspective. When my sons, you know, and, and I, I don't know what's, what's, um, how should I say what's, you know, off, you know, limit to say on the podcast, but, you know, raising four sons. Men oh, you can say, you can, mm -hmm. you can, you can speak. You can say. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, you know, and, and they start off young, you know, young boys kind of, you know, mm. messing with them, you know, and things like that. And it throws you off as a mother. And just to like tell a funny story, because I told my son I was going to tell all Oh my God. <laughs> but I mean, like I go into, and this is my youngest son. He's the only one left home now. And, and I go into his bedroom and I just kind of walk in and he's, you know, he's laying in the bed, things sticking straight up and he's kind of like mid-stroke. <laughs> 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 All I know is I looked and I shut the door and then I opened the door and the only thing I can do was say I and I said, give me your phone. Give me your phone. Hey, hey, we don't need no phone. We don't don't ask me why I took the phone away. <laughs> that was the only thing, right. That was the only thing I could think of. But here here and here's another thing is that I don't know why 
that those urges that they have are there. And I don't understand it. I know that they have it. And my sons tell me all the time, well, mom, you know, it's natural. Guys do that. And I, okay, I get that. But I've never had that feeling. I never wanted to go in and in, in play with myself just, just because, <laughs> you know, now... Now let me let me take that back. We have those urges too. Wait a minute. But you, we ha- we have those urges too, but I don't think we have it to the extent right. of male. I agree. Let me it's, say it's that. So I, I tend the <laughs> <laughs> so like getting into the male psyche, I can't do that. So I was able to have like their grandfather uh, was around them a lot. And, you know, when we moved back here to um, the D.C. area, my brother, he, you know, he was around a lot. And then my other, my father was around a lot and stuff. So they were able to, you know, have those side conversations that I'm not able to have. Right. I understand that. I mean, unequivocally, a woman can raise a man. I'm going to just tell you that. Because if it wasn't for my mother, I wouldn't be the man that I am. My mother taught me to love because my mm-hmm. father definitely wasn't a loving person at all. Like the, all the love that I have, mm-hmm. I mean, every time I tell Brad or anybody else that I love him, I'm I'm feeling them from my soul because I actually mean that, and that comes right. directly right. from my mother. There's like I said, there's certain things that that a right. woman teaches can teach you that a man, you know, can't teach you, mm-hmm. and vice versa. Um, mm-hmm. my mother taught me to cook. My daddy told me she told told my mother he was turning me into a girl because she was teaching me to cook but she was learning oh wow life. oh wow my mother had always told me that if you was ever by yourself you're never going to starve and i burned my ass off. right so, you know so like i say you can teach a man to be a man because there's certain aspects of a, of a man that that actually needs to come from a woman he can't mm-hmm. he can't get it from a father mm-hmm. a father's always that stern tough Keep your lip tight. Don't be no punk. Right. Uh, 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 go out in the street and fight. That's that's a father. That that's that's just what a man does. Um, mm-hmm. but the mother, the nurturing side of a mother teaches that 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 boy that other side that he needs to balance himself. So mm-hmm. if you get it from one side and not mm-hmm. the other, you it's, I wouldn't say you're gonna be unbalanced, but a woman's perspective on raising a man is just as important as a man's perspective on raising a man that's why i feel like there's there's no man that should jump out of any of their kids lives like that it it bothers me to my soul and i can't understand it i can't understand why a man would have a child and not want to be a part of raising that child's life matter of fact i was in the post office today Mm -hmm. talking to somebody and I was telling her, you know, I, I got two kids. I got a 12-year-old and a 23-year-old. And I've been there from, from day one. Mm-hmm. I'd say I would rather me put mm-hmm. my foot in my own child's ass versus anybody else having <laughs> to raise my child. Right. 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 Or the police. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely not the police. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. You know, they ain't fair these days. But, no. but you know, but you like know. I said, a woman's input on raising a man is 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 dead on is as important as a man's okay. perspective of raising a boy. So yeah, I, I mean, I'm gonna still just stick with that. I, I I feel like a woman can raise a man just as well as a uh, a, a man can, because there's certain things that they can give a man uh-huh. that a woman, you know, uh, that a the father can. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is right. Queen speaking. So, um, 
being a mother for um and I do have two girls and two boys my my sons are 19 they're twins as well um their biological father was not in their life they didn't meet him till he they were like eight years old so pretty much up until that point when I got married then they had a stepfather but he wasn't even really there that much to teach them so you know I taught them how to cook how to clean you know how to be self-sufficient um and I do also have a story about same thing Katina I mm-hmm. actually walked in on my son in the bathroom I I didn't oh, realize anybody mm-hmm. was in there and my my crazy ass just didn't knock I just walked in and he he was doing it I'm like oh shit and I just stood there for a second and I just closed the door. I walked to my room and I sat on the bed. I'm like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. What did I just Why see? is it? Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Why is that such a shock? Like, I mean, because, I'm, 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 I guess because I'm a man, so I'm not understanding why. why is just because, yes, it catches you, off, you guard. off guard. I think that's the. I mean, we know that that's what they go through. I guess I would be the same way if it was the other way around. If I had a little girl and walk in on a little girl. So, I mean, it it would be the same thing. I would probably go to my damn room and cry. Because it's like, you know. Yeah, you're not expecting (laughs) it. I'm saying little boys from from the time they experience themselves uh, know that it's there. They will beat the color off that thing. Like. (laughs) I got look, I got one more good story. Like it's no they, they don't pay attention that they're doing it. Like my son, we'll call my son and he'll come out the back room with his hands in his pants and I'm like, what the you know but but yeah, little boy hey oh my god. Yeah. And my and my brother used to do it. My brother used to do it. He would lay on the floor watching TV with his hands in his pants, just fondling himself. Like, you know, it, mm-hmm. but it catches you off guard. And and you know, so I had to go back later and talk to him and like, look, this is normal. I'm sorry that I walked in on you. I don't want you to be embarrassed. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's exactly. that's real important to not make them embarrassed. Yeah, because I when I went and sat on my bed, I really thought about it. I'm like, what the hell? Okay, how am I gonna talk to him? <laughs> but I said, I said, let me get it together because I'm mama. You know, I got to get it together. So eventually, mm-hmm. later on, I did talk to him about it. He was straight, but I did my best to teach them to be self-sufficient and not have to worry about a wo- having a woman so if you're single you can all you can cook now one of them he used to be in the kitchen yeah. with me all the time he was like my shadow the other one he knows how to cook mm-hmm. but he wasn't like his brother right so <laughs> um and it's with with the police and everything i i'm just able to just talk to them and tell them like katina said we can only tell them what to expect and how to handle it we can't tell them what the experience is like now see I think the police experience I think coming from a female 
to a young male, it's a little easier to palpitate. Pat, pat, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? But it's it's a little easier to digest. Cause like I say, men are so macho, 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 macho. A lot of times, you know, we'll tell we'll tell our sons, you know, hey, do what they say. Uh, you know, keep your hands on the steering wheel. But yet they're seeing daddy do X, Y, Z. So they're going to emulate what they see first yeah. versus what they've been told. A lot of times what right. they've been told by their mother tends to resonate in their mind a little bit more than a, what a father tells a son. And why is that, though? I don't know. I would take to heart what my mother said better than I could my father. Like, my mother could call me on the phone if I was being bad at a relative house or something like that. My dad could call me and tell me, you know, boy, when you get your butt home, I'm going to tell you behind up. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going back to playing and it's all good. My mama could get on the phone and break my heart and make me cry on the phone. You tend to take mm-hmm. you tend to take to heart what mm-hmm. your mother says more than what how your father says. You tend to emulate more what you see mm-hmm. your father do versus you get what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I was gonna and I was gonna say that too, Greg. I think with with the um with dads, because dads are so um reactive. Moms were kind of we're very proactive in a lot of what we do and how we nurture and how we teach our sons. And for fathers, right. they they right. act, right? So they'll tell their sons, hey son, you know, do X, Y, Z and a third, and then turn around when you're in that situation. Now dad popping exactly. off, cutting out the police, man, why does mother pull me over exactly. that? You, you see what I'm saying? So so that, and, and that's what they, they're getting that from. And so it's like when moms, when we're talking to them, we're talking to them from a more of a concern and more of a nurturing um, side of side of us and, and perspective. And then also we're they're able to, I guess because we're a little bit softer, like you said, Greg, with how we're talking to our sons. And I know with my sons, my, my sons can really literally tell me anything. And I've told my kids, I don't care if I don't like it, <laughs> don't lie to me. I don't care, you know, because I feel like a lie is going to hurt more than the truth. Was I'd rather have my feelings right. hurt knowing the truth than have a lie go on and on and on. And now it's snowballed. Now you had to say a lie on top of another lie on top of another lie. Now the whole family is affected because we could have nipped this in the bud right. three months ago. Right. You know, something like that. So... Um, and I think with, I know, and let me say this, like with my ex-husband, he had a lot of issues. And so a lot of the, the times the kids did see, you know, bad behavior from him. And I think because I was there and I know because I was there and I was able to say, Hey guys, you know, I know dad's kind of in this kind of predicament or this situation, but this isn't how things are supposed to go. You know, so it's almost like they were, you know, because even when me and dad separated, they would go see dad, you know, and see his lifestyle. It's a little wild and some more <laughs> stuff. And then they come home and they see the other side. They be like, oh, oh OK. You know, so it's it's a little it can be a little bit confusing for them as well. And I know that when we because um, I, I know for a fact that my sons were more scared of me than they were my ex-husband. 
Okay. That they they really were because for me I'm that calm storm, and he he'll just pop off in a minute and he may just you know whack them or whip them or whatever the case may be. For me I'm I'm real calm. You know mm-hmm. I'm gonna sit down have a conversation. I want to know what happened, how did it happen. Like one of my sons got caught smoking. So, oh okay. So we sitting in the room and my ex husband he's sitting on the side and. You know, I'm talking to him. I'm like, why? You know, ask him. Like, well, you know, my friends was going. I was like, oh, okay. So I'm real calm, and I wear rings, and I'm taking my rings Uh-oh. off my finger while I'm talking. Oh, you know, he don't know what's about to go down. Right. You know, right. He he don't know what's going on because he's expecting his dad to kind of go ham on him, right? And I'm taking my rings off, and I'm just talking to him, and I'm telling him, you know, you, you really got to be careful what you're doing and who you're doing it with, because at the end of the day, those people you're saying that are your mm-hmm. friends are not always your friends, mm-hmm. right? So after, you know, we kind of had the conversation, my fist kind of <laughs> happened to hit him in the chest, and he, you know, mid-sentence, and he kind of flew back into the closet, and my ex-husband's eyes got big, and he was looking at me. And my son is looking at me like, oh, snap, I don't know what the hell just happened. Right. And he's trying to get back up. And then all I know is I hit him again because now mm-hmm. I want you to understand. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> that mom ain't playing with yeah. you out here in these streets. So, but but I, I still, I still firmly believe that as a mom, I can, I can guide my son. I can nurture my son. I can teach him what I feel is the mm-hmm. idea of a man, but what he sees to be a man is right. not going to come Some of those qualities me. are still part right. of being a man that you're giving him. Give yourself, right. give yourself credit is. for that. that give is yourself true. credit for that. No, and 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 I do. Now, I, I don't want you to think that I don't give myself credit for anything because because I, I love my sons. I'm so proud of them, and you know they're they're you know they're not perfect. And I got one that's just a total screw up yeah, right now, but to. I love you them still. still. Have to love them. You know, <laughs> you know it it is mm-hmm. it, but it is what it is. And sometimes I could tell them like, dude, I've taught you better than this. Yeah, ma, I I, I know, I know you did. But at the same time, I don't want to take credit for him being I don't want to say I don't want to take credit for him being the man mm-hmm. he is I know I've taken part in that mm-hmm. but still I hear things I wasn't able to to teach him that my brother was able well, to not, not all stuff that we and teach him as a man are good man things either I mean I'm going to give you a story too just real quick when we was over in Germany and mm-hmm. my parents had went to to get a, uh, my mother had bought a, a a brand new car, and they shipped over to, to pick it up. She came back from Sweden with it, and she came back a dirt a day early. I had my girlfriend in my room with me. Okay, oh, shoot. yeah, we was in there getting down. Uh-oh. So Ooh, shoot. my parents came. My parents came in through oh, one yeah, door. Had yeah, two doors entrance, you know, from the hallway. They came in and came around. Mm-hmm. I heard them coming. Mm-hmm. She jumped on the pile of clothes, and I run out my room. You know. I'm sweating. I'm sweating mm-hmm. like a like a slave, you know. But the, the room's air conditioning, the whole nine, right? So my mama, looked, my mama looked at me. She was like, "Boy, what in the hell are you doing?" And she knew. My dad kind of stood Ooh. back, and my dad kind of they knew what the hell was going on. So my mama went in the room and looked for the girl or whatever. She never could find her because girl had hopped on the pile of dirty clothes. 
<laughs> and for, hey, for some reason, my dad went right over to that pile of clothes and moved the clothes and caught the girl up under there. And she was just like, I ain't gonna say the girl's name, but he was just like, mm. you know, love, go home. And my mother looked at mm-hmm. my dad and she was so furious. She was like, you better handle this. Okay. Now, any other time you, when, you, when a, a boy do something out the way, uh, bad, you know, a father gonna chastise that ex. Just that's just the way it's gonna be. Right. But my dad was like, right. you know, boy, you know right. you're wrong. You know, uh, you know, I gotta get in your ass because you know your mama gonna have a fit if I don't. <laughs> in a kind of way, it was like he was high fiving <laughs> me, like, yeah, my boy. But at the same time, he was like, yeah, you know, I got a fake right. because your mama go. Right. So like I say, uh, all the instances <laughs> don't be, you know. <laughs> Best instances, and we've talked about it, you know, thirty years past. And I'd be like, "You wasn't never bad at me about it." He was like, "Hell no, I was just glad you wasn't gay." And blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, Ooh, yeah. so we don't get the best instances all the time. So that's why I say it, right. it, it takes that mother too. Right. So never, right. ever, 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 don't never ever downplay mm-hmm. or take away from what you you give to him as far as letting him be you know raised as a man because your input makes him just as much of a man as that man's input awesome awesome okay so what right. we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break and uh, pay some bills and when we come back we are going to continue <laughs> our conversation with our guests and um, so we'll be right back, guys. Welcome back to Twin Lepathy Real Talk Podcast, where we keep it real all the time. And all the time we keep it real, we are back from our break and we are talking with Greg Guy and Katina. So, um, so Greg, what type of, okay, what issues, um, do, have you had to talk to your son about that his mother could not talk to him about? Well, I think certain aspects of relationships, um, like I say, a woman can, tell a man how he should treat a woman from her perspective but he can't he can't teach that boy how to you know like you always try to okay say you take two parents that live together children pick up more by what they see than 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 by what you tell them mm-hmm. so if, if they, they pick them up on the way you talking to this woman mm-hmm. they pick up on how you treat this woman Mm-hmm. They pick up on, I mean, just every aspect of the way you are towards that woman. Regardless, right. I can tell him when you go out of here, boy, be nice to a girl, be nice to a girl. But then if I'm slapping his mama around, you know, 24 <clears> 7, <throat> then he's going he to try towards that mm-hmm. slapping around thing versus That's what I told him. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So that part, the other part, I think, is more of the sex part. And mm-hmm. I've always brought my kids up to, to come to tell me, to come mm-hmm. to, if you got any questions, I'm, I'm just that person that if you ask me something, I don't sugarcoat it. 
I mean, I don't try to make shit taste like candy shit. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna just, you know, I'm going to get the plate full of crap. That's just the way it is. And right. my kids come to me and ask me mm-hmm. anything sexually. And I'm going to just tell, like, my, my 12-year-old came to me about a week or so ago and asked me, he was like, Hey dad, you know, you know, I just I want to know how you know how babies are. And we sat down and we hashed it out. I told him, you know, when you know, I had the man talk with him. Okay, um, the birds and the bees, it, as they used yeah, to call it. It, it, it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't dirty or whatever, but he understood. So and then he came back uh, 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 about probably about an hour or so later and sat down with me again. He kind of repeated it back to me, so he I knew he understood what I was telling him. So. That way, if you misunderstood anything, I would mm-hmm. correct them. Right. Um, I think just that the mm-hmm. whole aspect on how to treat a woman um, sexually, how to you know be himself out in the streets. Don't let nobody be uh, tell you how to be. I've always tried to teach my kids to be fo- uh, leaders, not followers, mm-hmm. um, because. A lot of times, these kids nowadays they'll lead you into a lake somewhere. They just... I'm telling you, because you know, I because right. you know, we we come from the old school. We gonna say quote unquote the old school. These new parents are not teaching their kids the same way as we were taught. For instance, when grown folks was in a room together, there were no kids. No kids was mm. able to sit and have conversation with grown ups. Yep. The grown ups yep. was in one area, the kids was in another. These yep. days, mm-hmm. the kids are sitting in on adult conversation. Listen to adult conversation. Yep, can tell you word for word what you said. Yep. And I'm telling you, my yep. other pet peeve that, that we used to get slapped mm-hmm. in the mouth of you, you walk in a room full of adults or anybody and not speak. You get the taste slapped out your mouth. Oh yeah, I got I got got grown people at dialysis right now. Where I go into dialysis, they'll come in and walk past and walk past and won't say good morning, won't say. And I'd be like, "Excuse me, did I sleep with you last night?" Because okay, (laughs) I was brought up that that's just that's just that's that old thing. The person that enters the room is supposed to speak. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. That's what I was trying to tell somebody before some years ago. And he was like, well, I'm not speaking to nobody unless they speak to well, me. Well, you're not, I'm you're like, not walking rude. up in my house mm-hmm. and you're you not don't go in a, in a room. Hmm. You know, because when we first moved right. to Louisiana, um, my kids' friends would come over to the house and they wouldn't speak. And I would tell my kids, uh, y'all need to get y'all friends together. Because when you walk in somebody's house, mm-hmm. you speak or they can't come over here. That's okay. first number one. So, mm-hmm. oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Another thing is that I um I used to always tell my kids <laughs> that um don't first of all don't ever right. call an adult by their first name. That's 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 one thing I that was so such my pet peeve, and I hope your friend don't think they're gonna call me by my first name. Miss in front my of first it. name. Exactly. Miss in front of. Don't don't just come in and holler about uh hey Katina. No, 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 no. It's Miss Katina. And I've had to correct a couple of their friends. Like one young lady, one of my sons was um dating and she would say Katina. I was like, no, it's Miss Katina. And I had to kind of keep checking her 
you know, unfortunately, mm. you know, she looks, you know, she was Caucasian young lady, but you know, <laughs> hey, she is going They really do. And I'm like, man, you know, yeah. And, and that was that was just one of the things. And their friends would like always be scared because they were like, Your mom's mean. No, I'm not mean, awesome. but you want to be respectful, you know. And then right. they, they would ask me, Well, mom, what if you know the adults tells me to call them by their first name. You don't call them by their first name. I don't care if they say it's okay. You say Mr. or Miss. Now, when you become of age, that's a whole different story. And even for me, at my age, if I see an elder, I'm still saying Mr. or Miss. I'm not going to call yes, sir, your no first name. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. I do too. I'm 48 years old. If you're older than me, exactly. yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. Cause exactly. my little one will tell you, I tag him. I swear to God, I, tell, I love him to death, but I tag him as true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my question is to both of you, um, at what age for a boy do you stop spanking them? Katina, you go mm. first. Mm-hmm. Let me go first. Mm, that's a good one. Um, now when I think of spanking, I think of, you know, like maybe, you know, you might have to get the belt every now and again. And, you know, I think to me, I think it depends on the, on the, um, on the child because I've had, um, two, you know, that I didn't have to spank a whole lot. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, it's like they learned their lesson the first time. Um, and then I had two, praise <laughs> the Lord, that, <laughs> that they, you know, they made me call on the name of Jesus several times, you know, and I and actually, it's, it's funny because my, um, my youngest son is 18 now. And I want to say it's probably been maybe about two years since I've, I've had to do that to him. Now I have a 22 mm-hmm. year old. And he was mm-hmm. eight. No, he was nineteen. And I mm-hmm. actually put a belt to his behind. Oh, because wow. he decided one night to that he wanted to oh, go yeah. take my That's car on joyriding. Oh, Brumman, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brumman ain't oh, had yeah. no That's license at first. Bird. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Right. So, <laughs> right. 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 And he and he didn't think. Right. He didn't. He didn't think I would find out. Right. And, um, you know, we, the, the area we live in over here on the East Coast, you as a black male, you just, and that's just everywhere, but you just really have to be careful. And I'm scared when my kids go out, you know, and things like that. And I told him, I said, what you did was childish. I said, you did something that probably a 15 or 16 year old would do and go out and enjoy riding. I said, nigga, you 19. I said, you all, I mean, come on, you, you 19, you about to be 20. I said, okay. Since you want to act childish, I'm gonna treat you like mm. a child. I said, "Give me your belt." Ooh, give me your belt. He took the belt off, and my kids already know I don't spank on top of pants, and I don't spank on top of underwear. Yeah. He immediately yeah. stripped. Damn, sounds like a, sound like old school. <laughs> I'm telling you. Hey, wait, wait. You, look, you look, put your foot on that back. I just had this metal bed. He would make me go in there, hold the bed, and told me if I let the bed go while he was whooping my behind, he would kill me. I believe it. He would hit me. My knees would hit the ground. But I'd be hanging there with you, just hanging on to the bed, but I wouldn't let that bed go. Okay. 
Listen, Greg, I would uh, I would put them jokers on the floor because they want to squirm. I said, okay, y'all want to move all over? Get on the floor, put my foot in your back real good so you can't move. And then I just get the light. That's what I did up. with mine too. Show sure did. Ooh. Move and see what's going to happen to you. <laughs> well, I guess my, my instances was a little different. Well, see, um, I didn't have to be a I can only remember one time with each one that I've had to actually whoop my child. Um, these kids nowadays respond mm-hmm. more to taking the video games than mm-hmm. anything. Um, right. uh, but whooping, yeah. I think mm-hmm. nowadays mm-hmm. kids will rather behind mm-hmm. whooping because they know in you know 30 minutes that shit gonna wear off and it's all good and it's gone. <laughs> yep. When I, take, when, I take your, <laughs> when I take your video game, right. it ain't right. for one or two weeks. Oh, you ain't seeing that joke for a few months. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, so yeah, so mm-hmm. with, yeah. with the, the way social media is taking phones, yeah. taking access from them from the internet, uh, is is uh, is actually worse. Oh yeah, That's you know, then and especially because like we live out in the suburbs, so my child don't even go to the school in this same area, so he don't have like neighborhood friends. So all his friends are he associate with his friends mm-hmm. through you know mm-hmm. social network. Mm-hmm. And so if you take mm-hmm. that away. It's like putting yeah. us in the room and letting the kids play. See, see the kids. You in the in the window watching the kids play outside. Yeah, and that's how we. That's how what they did to us was right. punishment. Right. You was you was on punishment right. depending on what it was you right. did for weeks to months. A month, you right. know. My son done been on punishment. Exactly. My son done been on punishment. And don't ask. Six months because of what? the report call. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and that hey, and that last oh, one, you, you he was gonna go through the summer on that punishment. Oh yeah. Needless to say, them, them grades came back eight. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. you are old. Wow. I yeah, bet. my youngest son got punished for so long his girlfriend broke out with him. <laughs> Y'all, I, I'm telling you, I took the phone. He ain't had no games, he ain't had no way to communicate. <laughs> He went back to school and he was like, Mom, she broke up with me. Yep. Oh, well, yeah. you shouldn't have gotten in trouble. That's Sorry. Social, taking that yeah. socialism okay. oh, is way <laughs> worse nowadays than whooping their butt. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Now, don't, 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 don't get really me wrong now. Yeah. I'll pull my belt off if I need to. Because mm-hmm. I think I, the last time I did whoop him, I whooped that boy till I got tired. Damn. <laughs> you was out of breath. <laughs> yeah. I had to go sit down on the damn couch and recuperate because I was like, oh, shit. I didn't realize I was whooping the kids behind that long. So, yeah. But I'm sorry for that. Once, maybe twice. Yeah, yeah. So, Greg, so um, when you explain the role of a man to your sons, what do you tell them? Or what did you tell them? I don't tell them, I show them. Okay. I treat their mama with respect. Mm, I show them, you know, man paying mm-hmm. bills. I don't just, I don't, I don't just go to the light bill company and, and and go in myself and pay. I show them how I'm going in and pay this light bill. I show them, okay, I get paid X amount of time, this amount of time. You need to do this. I've always taught my kids they need to put six <laughs> months in the hole for bad times or emergencies. That's where mm-hmm. I was always taught. Rainy mm-hmm. days go mm-hmm. come. You yes, know, m- making it rain ain't gonna be able to happen all the time. <laughs> you gonna have some of them damn droughts, and they gonna be bad. 
So mm-hmm. I try to I try to, mm-hmm. to 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 lead my kids by example. Mm-hmm. Um, I I try to you know even when I when me and his mother are in disagreement, we don't argue, we don't fight. It's never a loud type deal. You know, mm-hmm. we'll we'll come in the room and, and have our conversations. It's not that loud here through the door type shit. Um, mm-hmm. um, there's been times that you know we'll get mad at each other or whatever. I'll go sit out on the porch. You know, so he sees me going to sit down on the porch. He sees that I'm not confrontational okay. with his mother. Now he know I'll take no s. He know I'll take no shit out in the street. Right. But when it comes to his mother, he knows. You know, he knows that that, that my kids and the, my kids and their mother are like my priority as far as the way they're treated. You know, regardless of whether we're getting along or we're not. I mean, there's times mm-hmm. that that we go and we don't talk to each other for weeks at a time. But we don't let them see that that we're arguing. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I, I I try to lead my kids by more right. more examples. Because like <laughs> I say, boys tend to pick up more on what they see versus what you tell them. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's right. a good point. Um, because right with with boys, it it's it's a different society looks at males and females differently unfortunately but yeah. at the same time that's just the way it is yeah yeah thank god i ain't had no girls because i i got a bad for little girls uh, <laughs> oh my god yeah you would have been a sucker been night and day i'd have been a sucker <laughs> for little girls so yeah uh, the lord the lord knew not to give me no girls <laughs> yes indeed <laughs> and speaking of that um you 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 tend to see a difference with um with fathers and their daughters when it comes to dating. Um, they're more well. I don't want you going out. I don't. Uh, let me see this boy you going out with. Let me and they grilling them, you know. But with with boys, it's like okay, do your thing. Why is that? I think. I don't know. I, I mean, I think that men sort of tend to look at, and it's like I say that this is another bad father instance, but I think men tend to look at more of if boys go out and date and there is trouble, that trouble is not directly in their house. That's mm. directly in a girl's house. Mm. Not saying that that's good because that's not good. That's, 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 mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's that's bad, but I right. think a lot of fathers look at it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, they they tend to not want their girls to do that mm-hmm. because, like I say, mm-hmm. if the girl go out and get pregnant, it's directly in their house because ain't like right. to throw their baby girls out. It's, you know what I'm saying? So, right. So it, it's it's a it's a mm-hmm. double standard and it's a shitty double standard. Mm-hmm. That's why you got to teach them boys, you know, the right way. I mean, my oldest son is 23, and he ain't even yeah. thinking about no kids. He always telling me he don't want no kids, and he always, you know, he, he in school and, you know, always talking about his education <laughs> and his job. So he's always seen his dad work. I've always worked. I've worked, 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 worked two or three jobs. I worked during the daytime and DJed at nighttime, so he's always seen me work. So that work ethic is 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 what he's seen, and that's what's in him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's important to right. show that work mm-hmm. ethic because um, 
nothing is nothing comes for free it's always a price for everything that we um have to deal with so you know you have to have good work it's like we we always was told you don't leave no job until you have another job okay Hey, don't burn that bridge. That is that house is built. Right. That is <laughs> exactly, exactly. But exactly. these kids, these days, <laughs> they quitting jobs and, and just sitting around like, okay, another you know job why? gonna fall out you know the sky. You why? know why? Because they know mom and daddy gonna be right there to, to cuff their ass up and take you. Why? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. not yeah, over that, here. That's 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 their. <laughs> that's their <laughs> I, I told my kids. It is because I think a lot of the parents allow it to happen. If you don't set those standards early in your kids, don't try yeah. to wait until they're 20 yeah. and then try to no, make it's ground because it's, it's not going to work then. <coughs> so my kids, right, right. Because my kids knew from an early age, you're going to go to school and you're going to work. Now, here's the thing. Once you become of age and once you get out of high school, you got two choices. You go to college, well, three, it's either college, it's either work, or it's military. But you don't have an option not to do anything in my house. Because one thing I told them, I don't take care of grown men. I I don't take care of grown men. I said, and I had to tell them one day, I said, you see, I kicked your dad out. I don't take care of grown men. Right. So if you're going to be here, you pretty much. He got to go. So here's the thing is that you, you know, if you're going to school, that's fine. I want you to focus on school, get a part time job, do what you can. You, you know, use your money for transportation. But if you're not going to school, because my oldest son went to college, right? So that was cool. He went to college. He worked while he was in college. He's on his own. My second son out of high school, he was like, well, Ma, I don't know what I want to do right away. Okay, get a job. So he worked for like a year and a half. He ended up getting laid off from the airport after three months. I'm like, dude, you, you got to do something because you got to go. Because now you eat food and you ain't bringing no money. And so when you was home, you were paying bills. You know, you was being responsible. You're contributing to the house. After a while, he was like, you know what? I'm going to do what I decided. I thought I was going to do when he was in um, high school. He talked about the military. He decided to go into the military. Okay, yep, that's another one gone. Third one, <laughs> you know, when he got out of high school, he was like, Ma, I want to go to college, but I want to wait. Okay, you work. Matter of fact, he worked while in high school. He worked um, his senior year, and then he worked the year after, and then he went to the military. Okay. I mean, I'm putting, look, I'm pushing them out because you can't stay home. Right. And when you work, you're going to contribute something. Not to just mm-hmm. think you're going to bring okay. that money home and you're going to put it in your pocket okay. and you're going to do whatever you want to do because that's not being responsible. You're going to save your money. Like you said, you you, you don't know what that rainy day going to look like. Because when my son lost his job, he may not have had six months of income, but he had at least two because mom told him, okay. you, you need to be putting this money away. Now, right. you gotta be doing something. Now, this last one, this is last year. You better figure it out, bro. Because <laughs> mama already looking at a one or two bedroom house, and I'm getting white furniture because none of y'all niggas coming over my house. And if you do, you're going in the basement somewhere. 
you know, you ain't coming back. Right. Once you're gone, you're gone. Unless right. extent, you know, extenuating circumstances. But my my job is I don't want my my sons, and I think a lot of mothers make that mistake, is they don't want to let them okay. go. I want you to mm-hmm. go. I want you to experience life. I want you to know and what it is out here on your possible. own like, in, in the seat. It ain't way possible. I cause my son, my exactly. son just moved out out of month exactly. ago. I say I, I had to right. until I said I told him he was till twenty four till he finished school, but he decided to move out a year early. He moved out at twenty three, got his own apartment. Mm-hmm. It's with a roommate, you know. But you know, hey, it's it's his own place. I gave him mm-hmm. his, his living room furniture. I gave him his bedroom right. furniture, mm-hmm. all his pots and pans. I'll help you any way possible, any way possible. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> But you gotta let you gotta. But you gotta be doing something. You know, it's you know, yeah, you have to. You really and and I think for me because I saw how it can affect men when their mothers don't let go because that's that's that was a generational issue in my family. Like my grandmother, her sons lived with her, you know, and 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 unfortunately they were in and out of prison, but when they came home they was with mama you know it was always mama bailed them out when they got locked up mama sending them money to hold nine then my mother had three sons right and then it was me i mean i'm the second but you know i'm the only girl i didn't get that privilege you know that the boys did to be able to stay home and to be up under mom because i had to go work while i was in high school I had to I had to help contribute to the house. While my brothers running in the street, I'm in the house cooking and cleaning. You know? Oh yeah, wow. that type of stuff. So I so I see how it can matter of fact my mother still has one of my one of my brothers passed away and I have one that's um living with my mother now. No, still no, no. and this Negro no, forty. No, no. Wow. He's still living with the mom. Yeah, it's it's so important that we get them out. And I've seen, you know, mothers don't want their sons with certain women. Or no, we not we not doing all of that. For my sons, when they came when it came for them, they, and if they were serious about somebody, I'm gonna meet them. You know, we're gonna sit down, we'll have a conversation, yeah, sure. and then I want to meet the parents. You know, I right. need, I need right. I need to know where she come from. I need to know what kind of stock she coming from. That type of deal. You know, it wasn't just go you out know and you know be a man or, or do you, what is it? Your um, you gotta know their foundation because people crazy. I mean, I mean people. <laughs> yes. it, it's the truth. People are crazy, and you just don't know. You don't know what their moral standards are and things like that. And I told my kids, right. you don't have no babies if you ain't ready. Don't do it. Right. My oldest is 28. I have no hey, I can toot that same God. horn. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> no. Wow. So, um, important thing is that if they can't take care of themselves and they're out struggling um, to make ends meet, why try to bring in an, um, an, another person into this world when you're going to struggle, especially when you've seen me struggle? You know, my right. oldest one of the main ones to say, he said, Mom, I don't even know if I want kids right now, you know, because of the fact that he was, you know, the stuff that he's seen. I've worked three jobs, you know, kids, you know, a full time and two part time jobs. I, you know, and I try to make it so that they don't have to have that struggle. But why put that on yourself if you don't have to? 
if I'm exactly. giving you that, when I'm giving you the, the, the information to prevent you from being in the position that I was in and a lot of other young people are in as single parents when they didn't really didn't have to be, then why would you, why would you go that route? You know, and me and my second son, um, we had this conversation about him protecting himself, you know? Mm-hmm. So he calls me and he's like, you know, hey mom, you know, I want to know, you know, yada, 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 uh, you know, I got burned. I'm like, what, what the hell you mean you got burned? <laughs> oh, you get what I'm saying? Because we've had this mm-hmm. conversation. There's no right. reason why. And I tell him, I said, I don't care how good it feels, right? I said, I don't even care if she tells you she's on the pill, she's on the shot, she got an IUD or whatever the case may be. First Man, we're going to double protect ourselves then. Exactly. First of all, he's in the military. If you're in the military, you're going to have, you know, unfortunately, you have people who want trying to get with a military dude. That's an instant check every month. Whether he mm-hmm. wants that money to come out his check or not, you know, you can't get past the child support. On, you know, when you're in the military. So why put yourself in that position? And then you with somebody that burned you. That mean girl was nasty. You knew she was nasty. <laughs> right? <laughs> Come on. You knew she was nasty. And then you yeah. come. So he, he was like, Ma, I know. I said, so how it feel? <laughs> he was like, what you mean? I said, how it feel? Did it feel good when you started pissing hot? <laughs> because that's how I talk to him. You have to be blatant with them. Though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't sugarcoat like Greg was saying. You can't sugarcoat nothing. You have to be blatant with them in order for them to understand. Exactly. Right. Well, this is Mocha Sweet here. I, I only have one daughter. I don't have any more kids. I only had a daughter, but she is married. She's married to, um, you know, her husband who was raised by his his mother. Um, he was raised a little bit by his father at, at one point, but he was more raised with his mom. So he, my impression of him, he is a good man. He was, you know, raised the best he could. And he he treats my daughter just like a queen. And he takes care of his kids. Now, she does have one daughter. My first granddaughter is from another guy. But he, she was, he, she was a package deal. Right. He stepped up and took that fatherly role to her. So, and now they have two more kids. So it's like three they have three kids together and he treats her just like you know his, his like he is on and he's yes. supposed to he's supposed and to he's supposed to, yes, exactly. supposed to do that so yes I, I am happy that um, that he's the man in her life so yeah and even okay, so do you guys agree? Even if, even though we try our best to teach our boys, like a man trying to teach a man and a woman, giving her input as well, they're not going to be perfect. They're still going to make some mistakes. Oh yeah, so oh, for sure, for sure, definitely. Yeah, because we're human. So, mm-hmm. how do you guys um, 
talk to them about because you know they 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 can come they will come to us you know for advice so how do you guys tackle that well with me and my oldest it's like we'll do like a a father-son getaway day um we'll just get in the car and go to orlando or something like that to spend the whole day together and I'm talking, you know, I get to revert back to being, you know, 20 years old too, because, you know, we looking at girls and, and you know, dang, she find this, and it kind of opens up the, the 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 avenue for him to speak the way he feels. Um, it mm-hmm. makes it a lot easier once it's a a, 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 a a say once you take it away from the house, away from say if the incident occurred and the stress is there at the house. Once you take them out of that element, it's just easier for them to talk. We'll hit a theme park or something like that and, you know, catch a drink or something. Before we know it, you know, he telling me about stuff that I actually don't really want to hear. But, you know, me being wrong, <laughs> I'm going to give him my advice on it. You know, I'm in, in my back of my throat throwing up in my mouth. But, you know, <laughs> but, you know I'm not letting him see that, you know. Um, right. With my little one, with my little one I kind of do the whole, we'll, we'll go to a park, the same thing. We'll, we'll go to a park or go throw the ball around. I, you know, kind of take him out of that element because my son was having an issue with being bullied uh, at school. And my son's real quiet. He's real, I won't call him a nerd, but he's real nerdy-like. Um, but he would never come to me and tell me because he know that I'm out in that school in the morning. That's just me. Um, so once I took him off, we went to, I think we went to a burger joint. We had some ice cream. So he finally started telling me what was going on and stuff. So you got to kind of try to take him out of the element and show them that, okay, yeah, I'm still your daddy, but I'm not your daddy right now. Talk to me. Tell me what you want to tell me. Hey, if you mm-hmm. feel the urge that you need to express yourself and the word damn shit or whatever got to come out your mouth, I understand. I'm going to give you that piece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah. I want them to be able to, I've always wanted my kids to always come to me with anything. Like, yeah. I don't want no holes barred. I mean, they can yeah. come to me and tell me anything. Daddy, I done killed me somebody. Um, we going to work this mm-hmm. out together. We got to go to the police and, you know, do what we got to do, but I'm going to be there for you. We're going to work it out together. So I want my kids, I've always wanted my kids to be that way. So that's, that's what I do. I try to ease the elements. Right. Yeah. We, yeah, we all, that's what I try to do with my sons as well. With all my kids, like y'all can talk to me about anything, no judgment, no, none of that, but I'm going to tell you how I feel. If it's wrong, if I feel like something is wrong, I'm going to tell you it's wrong. Right, mm-hmm. but I still want that open door policy, and there is a difference between being a parent and a friend. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure, oh, for sure, for yeah. sure. We can be friends, yeah, like I tell my kids, yeah, we can be friends, I'm not your friend. but I ain't your friend. <laughs> I agree. I think it's 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 important that we have that open communication um, with our kids, whether it's male or female. Um, but especially with our sons and it's, you know, with my sons, like I said, I, from a young age, I've told them, I don't care what it is, just tell me, you know? So it's like, now they'll call me with all, of course, you know, my son told me he got burnt. So, you know, of course they tell me, (laughs) you know, they tell, they tell literally, I mean, and, and, you know, they, they tell me 
whatever it is that they need to tell or they need to get off their chest because they know that it's a safe space for me. Right. Like you said, I'm, I'm not going to like it. I may cuss you out at the end of the day. Then I'm going to clown you because you were stupid enough to do it. <laughs> then I'm going to come back. You know, I'm going to come back and we're going to have that conversation. Like, how? what can we do for this not to happen again? And I do let them know I'm disappointed. You know, if you if you screwed up, you know, I'm disappointed in this decision that you made. So what are you going to do to fix this? Right. You know, and one thing me and my sons used to do is like we would always have these little um, extravagant things like, you know, we would have like a movie night, you know, for just all of us. Or sometimes it would just be one of us. You know, we might have it would be our night or we would go out to the movies or something. Mm-hmm. Um, my youngest son, you know, he had never officially been on a date so i took him on a date we actually went out we went to this restaurant um called i don't know if y'all have it out there called fogo de chow it's a brazilian steakhouse um yeah oh yeah they come and they serve you and you know you get fine china and all of this other type of stuff they slice the meats at the table and everything and i told him get get dressed you know we're dressing up we're going out i drove him out to virginia you know and we had our moment and in that moment we talked about stuff you know what you know how's it going with school what, what's going on what what are your concerns and Sometimes I may, even if I don't understand it, I try to understand. I try as much to listen and understand before I give them any kind of feedback. Mm-hmm. Because that's something sometimes we're quick to do. We're quick to say, wait a minute, no, 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 no. But the problem that I've noticed is that kids, sometimes they don't get heard. And when they don't get heard, or understood from their perspective, that's when they go out and they start doing crazy Yeah, you gotta stuff. listen to them. And, you gotta listen to them and take it in fully before you be the judge. Exactly. Exactly. And you it ain't always remember, easy. You gotta remember at one time you was their age. You did the same stupid shit and that they're yes. That's right. That's, right. Trying, that's the other thing I'm trying to tell my son. When he tried to do stuff and get away with it, I'm like, boy, look, I did that shit five or six times. Before you gonna do it, before you even thought about doing it, I done done it five or six times. So you, you might as well come clean. Right. Mm-hmm. They, they, I think exactly they realize that we were once children. They don't see us till as children because they've never seen us as a child. So you have to make right. them understand right. that you've been in their shoes. So I'm not here chastising yeah. you. I'm here to guide you in that right direction that you need to go. And you know, because I've been down that road that you're going. Right. See, they think they tend to think that what they're doing is new. No. Okay. Yeah. We done done that. Okay. I think they they must think we fell out the coochie and we was already grown or something. Find out. We fell out. We fell out. Had jobs and responsibilities and shit. I know. Yeah. (laughs) They just. We, we, they just reinvent the wheel. That's all. That's what they think. Basically. We done done that. Basically. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then to make it so bad, I be cracking up because I be like, y'all ain't even, y'all not even smart enough to do it right. If you're going to redo it, if you're going to do it the way, just, it, it's not like they doing it better than us. No. Right. Hey, they figured out a new stupid way to do it. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, Katina, I have a question for you. Um, ha, ha, 
at any point have your your sons ever said, "Look, I want to go live with my father." Yes. Yes, one of my sons did. My uh, my second son, he was actually the closest to his father, mm-hmm. um, and it just was not a good situation. Um, his dad had got hooked on drugs real bad. So even though he was still able to see the kids and stuff and, and to kind of from time to time be around, it's just, and even when he got clean, his lifestyle just wasn't conducive to raising a mature young man because he wasn't doing mature grown up male things. Right. So I, I really had to make that, um, that executive decision, so to speak, mm-hmm. and say, no, this isn't going to happen. Even when we got divorced, um, you know, I had to say, okay, we're going to have the visitations. Um, every other holidays will be every other summers and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. matter of fact, I remember he called, he called me. It had to be like maybe a year ago and said, hey, uh, let me get Daniel. What? And this is my youngest son. I'm like, nigga, you didn't bump your head if you think all the work I done did on this boy. You think I'm gonna send him to you? You're crazy. Right. But um, yeah, it, it, it was. It wasn't. And I've never kept my kids from from their father. That's one thing I've never done. Um, the opposite. And my oldest son is from um, a previous relationship when I was in high school. So. Even with his father, the same situation, I've, I've always had, they always had communication with me. So they knew how to get in touch with me and how to get in touch with the kids. But then there came a point where they decided not to communicate right. anymore. Not just with me, but just not even with the kids. And I'm talking about for years, okay. you know, like no phone call, no card, no nothing or anything like that. But then you call and you want me to send my child to you. I, 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 don't, know. I don't know you. Exactly. And he definitely doesn't know you. Exactly. And and I've and one thing I've never done, and if you ever have an opportunity to talk to my children, I've never talked down about their father to them. What I feel is you gotta let I your feel. kids draw their own um, conclusions. Own conclusions. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I I've I've never thought that was a cool thing because you know, and, and again, I'm raising men. I don't want my my sons feel that this is how a woman, you know, even when you break up, she's talking trash about you and all this other type of stuff. I don't want them to get the idea of a bitter black woman. That's another, you know, I I may be a bitter black woman when I go in my room. Part of a woman raising a man, (laughs) you know. Yeah, he needs to see that. He needs to see, like I say, both sides. Both sides are detrimental to the raising of a young man. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. And I exactly. I feel and I'm the same way. I never spoke bad about my kids' fathers to them either. Because like Greg said, they have to draw their own conclusions. Oh, and they will. And they in will. the end when when they yeah, when they get older they they will kids are smarter than we give them credit for when they're younger. But they uh-huh. they learn a lot. And by what they see, which we mentioned earlier, they sit back and, and they like, go they sit back and like little sponges soaking all in. All in. Yep. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So. So. Yeah. So you guys brought up some very, very good um, points, and um, again, we do really appreciate you guys being on with us tonight. 
um, we're going to bring the show to a close. But um, do you guys have any shout outs right now? Ladies, we'll with you, ladies, 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 ladies. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, if it wasn't for ladies, I would not be the man that I am. So, so like I said, I'm, I know you're not taking away from what you give to your son, but don't ever think that that what you're attributing to your son is not helping him become a man. Because it is. Trust me. It is. Trust me. I'm telling you this wholeheartedly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Because we do sometimes think that, okay, how can we help our sons? What more can we do? Um, but again, there's only a certain amount we can do, but what we can do is very important. Very. Very. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. I mean, because yeah. I'm, I'm already an asshole. But I can only imagine how much of a how much worse of an asshole I would be if it wasn't for my mother. Wow. <laughs> That's fun. I, I can hear I can hear my son saying the exact same thing. So yeah. <laughs> hey, part part of the problem. No, I just, is I just wanted we got a problem. I, I know I'm an asshole, so hey, it is. What it is. <laughs> But can you help an asshole? Yeah. Can't. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, you can't. Yeah. Okay. You, you can help. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, I just want to say, ladies, I, I definitely appreciate you uh, for what you're doing. Um, this this was great. Um, um, Eye opening from both perspectives. Great. Thank you. Um, for giving me a new perspective on, on how I was actually saying things. Um, you know, shout out to to my boys. I, I love them. You know, they're my world, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, everything I do has always been for the benefit um, of them and to protect them and to, to uplift them and to, you know, um, you know, have some productive black men in our society mm-hmm. so um you know that that's my shout out and all that good stuff i love you guys this has been awesome we got to do it again yes, we got to do it again. Yes, thank you tina um i want to give a shout out to you guys for being on our show and also giving me a perspective because I like I said I only have a girl I don't have sons so I do not know how to raise a son so that really helped me in learning what you guys go through um, not, wanna, not only that but you have grand, you have grandson, I, a grandson yes so. I do have a grandson and you gotta yes. that same and, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah. Yes. Yes. So, um, and I get. I want to give a shout out to the Brat family, um, our listeners, and just thank you guys for coming on the show and thank them for listening. Um, we have uh, what I want to say is we have our <clears throat> email address, uh, Twin Lepathy Real Talk Podcast at gmail.com if you have any questions comments if you have any topics that you want to want us to discuss 
um, or just, you know, just tell us how you feel. Or if you want to be on the show. Oh, yes. And if you want to be on the show. (laughs) And my shout outs are the same. Thank you to the Brat family for support and love. Um, Thank you guys again. Um, If it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be where we are. So thank thank you. Um, And to God who made it possible. So. And Katina, you have, you are an amazing lady, woman, and you're very strong for, you know, raising four, four black men. Thank you. I I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And Greg, we thank you for your input as well. You, you are amazing yourself. (laughs) We love you too. We love you too. Good night. Good night, guys. Good night, y'all. Good night. All right. Take care.